Yeah. I'll see you. I'll see you. See. Hey there. Welcome to the One on One Podcast, Episode Three, Special Edition. Um, I'm your host, Puya Ansari. I'm here with my co-host, Blake John. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I brought a. I brought my buddy, my long, my longtime buddy from ninth grade. He's a recording artist, uh, double major at Cal State Fullerton, resident of Fullerton, California, OC Matt. What's up, what's up? I'm glad to be on right now. It's a situation right now. Yes, sir. I like that. That's uh, that's really good. I'm glad to have him on. We've been trying to get him on for a, a good, decent two, three I know, weeks, right? I think. I've been trying to be on, yeah, so it's a, appreciate being here. Yeah. It worked best when it wasn't even planned. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes... Spontaneous is good. Last week, we, I don't think we could get one guest, but now we have two. I know. Somehow. It's funny how life um, works. The, the second guest for today's show is a, a young man I've known for a long time. Ooh. Really nice guy. Uh, we've been friends for 10 years, and I feel like we've been doing some podcasts our whole life off, off record, you know? Definitely. Just having great That's conversations. Uh, my good friend, Isaac Victoria. Hey. Whoop, whoop. Glad to be here, ready to shoot the shit with these guys. Let's let's have some fun. I like that. So <laughs> so Blake was our uh, he was our Coachella weekend two correspondent. <laughs> He's gonna report back with some of his favorite artists. Who'd you like, dude? Who, I was who, in the, I was who in the field you? this weekend. Who were my favorite artists? Who was it? Who did it for you? Denzel Curry did it for me on Friday. That's the first name. Is Denzel on Friday. Curry? No, okay, I was just, I'm just, uh, I'm actually looking at my list in order just so I don't forget. Oh, but we're going chronological. Yeah, like pretty I much. Like but if you want to hear the best, I would say Mac Miller. Honestly, that was not only the best on Friday, but low-key the best all weekend. Wow. That's all right, sad. so I need you to break that down a little bit. Yeah. What's going I just on? really love this guy's music and like, you know, he's, he's an artist. He's not just strictly a rapper. He's very experimental. You can tell he studies the game and you can really tell that. He appreciates like the history of music from all different genres, and he just draws a bunch of influences from all across, you know, the musical spectrum. So, I really expect, I really respect that about him. And it was in Sahara tent, in Sahara tents, That's hands dope. down, just so many Damn. effects with lights and shit. Yeah, Mac Miller's actually. I was a huge fan of his in high school. I was a huge stan. Like I would just check blogs about all of his newest work, and then. I don't know, his album, once he started making more albums and stuff, I kind of fell off him a little bit. But yeah, we we, cl- we kicked Blue Slide. Yeah, there's, Blue Slide. Yeah. Come on now. Blue Slide Park. It, yeah. it didn't age too well, but oh, good no. album. I agree. Because I think he started off, like Blake said, strictly rapping. And then I feel like I, you could tell when someone studies the game really well. And he started just expanding his music so much that it wasn't just... Music, he his poetry. I could see some stuff he took from Kendrick, from Cole. Like his poetry got way more advanced. His lyricism way more advanced. Subject matter way more advanced. And it's just the music, yeah, production was yeah. crazy. Like the Divine Feminine was really like well put together. So he matured as an artist. He did. Oh, he yeah. really did. I think that like, yeah, it definitely has a lot to do like what he's been through himself in his life. It, yeah. he, you know, it's been a growing process for him. He went from frat boy rap. Yeah. You know, to where he's at now, you know, but you could see that going from like his relationships he's had with women and his own history with like drug use. You I know, agree. he got into it, got pretty bad, got a little thick, and then he went in rehab, cleaned himself up. How much, who knows? But I mean, 
it seems like he's in a better place. Like he's doing yeah. good, man. Yeah. yeah, he's cool. All right, Blake, what's your next artist? Who's up next? My next artist. So like, you want me to just name you who I enjoy? Like, give me the highlights. Like the highlights. The highlights. Yeah. Denzel cool. Curry. Denzel Curry was what Travis Scott was supposed to be. Wow. In a smaller crowd, but he brought the energy better. The crowd is way more receptive. Damn. Um, I'm not too familiar with his music, actually. I don't know he's, too many He's got hyped music. He's, he's a very lit artist with lyricism. It's very... Yeah. It's kind of ironic. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's something else. Like, you know, off of first, you know, first impression, you're, gonna, you're just going to think he's just another little Uzi, little Yachty, just one of these new yeah. age fools, you know, but he's actually very, uh, very lyrical. You too should listen way. to Imperial. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did he do that? Uh. Yeah, he did some songs off that album. Really? Yeah. That must have been crazy, bro. That so, yeah. And then uh, Friday Night ended with this uh, DJ called Sam Jelly- Geriatri, I think. Geriatri. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but he was the pleasant surprise of Friday Night. What and is that? Some EDM. It was like trappy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not... next. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's not your lane, not your lane. <laughs> right, trying me... to get Puyo on the new school right let now. Let me run through Saturday <laughs> and Sunday real quick. <laughs> So Saturday, the Gaga headlining day, mm. I would say that my favorite on that day, but definitely not the weekend, was uh, how did been Gucci Mane? This dude brought out, yeah, this Whoa. dude brought out Chief Keef, Fifty oh. Cent, and ASAP Rocky. Damn, no, really? Yeah, normally Weekend Two is notorious for having you know the surprise artists and everything, but unfortunately nobody brought anybody out except for Gucci. Honestly, free Gucci, you know. Yeah, shouts out Gucci. He did it correctly, did it properly. He performed Lemonade. 50 Ooh. Cent came out, did Many Men. Damn. Um, Damn. Yeah, dude. Chief Keef did Don't Like. ASAP did Postman. Damn. And then fast forward to Sunday right quick. Obviously, Kendrick did his thing. I ended up not going to Marshmallow, and I uh, I opted to see Kendrick. Got Marshmallow. Back. <laughs> I got back to my senses. I got back to my senses. Cause hey, come on, man. Damn. I had a week to listen to Damn, and that album is probably his best. But uh, for Sunday, the pleasant surprise was Kehlani. Definitely wow. Kalani, and the most fucked up thing about Sunday was DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, I hope you're listening right now because you you disappointed thousands of people. Major oh, key alert! Yeah, Fuck you what for do you that. do? Put him on blast. This this man was on stage for about thirty minutes. The first ten minutes, just a bunch of videos of his son Assad. Yeah, I get that you love your son. That's cool. Then he gets on and performs all his bangers, but he'll like. Stop the song and just start preaching right when the song's about to drop. He did that Damn. for about eight consecutive songs, just fucking up my vibe, fucking up everybody's vibe. And not did you and feel then, it in the crowd, like yeah, everybody was just confused. They're just like, okay, okay, like it's coming, it's coming. Like when's he gonna start like doing his thing? When's he gonna bring out people? All he brought out was Yo Gotti and um, who's that guy that um sings Hola Como Esta? She said Konichiwa. Kevin Jones. Ken, Ken Jones. Ken, Ken Jones. Jones. Yeah. Jones. Yeah, that's his artist. That's his yeah, artist. that's his artist. Yeah. yeah, he brought out both of them, and then he just walked off. And I was like, okay, he's gonna go change, you know? Dude <laughs> didn't. Come back. Dude did not come back. He didn't say shit. He just walked off, and his DJ just spun. Damn. What time was this? How how much longer? This did he was. Have? Wait, what do you mean? Like, he left. And didn't finish the show. Like, yeah, I mean sad. he's on. He's supposed to be on for like fifty minutes to like you know seventy five minutes or no an hour fifteen. And wow. this dude was on for about thirty minutes. And his DJ wow just spam the rest. He spun the rest of the time. He's just feeling himself, man. He just had a. He just let everything get to his head. Like it's bullshit. The weekend one, he brought out two chains. He brought out Migos. He brought out um, Ooh, last year. No weekend one, like oh, yeah. the week prior. Year, yeah. yeah, he brought oh. out um, Ray Shremmerd. He brought out Rick Ross. 
He did the damn thing for weekend one, but he disrespected us for weekend two. That's the interesting thing that I wanted to ask you about because, you know, before when you're buying the ticket, you have the option to, you know, you choose, am I going to go to weekend one? Am I going to go to weekend two? Weekend one is streamed always and weekend two isn't. But, you know, it's kind of talk about the dichotomy of. How well, it see, is like you want to win like your weekend you want you want definitely to win. there's yeah. always like a competition about like oh like weekend two weekend one is better everybody on both sides yeah. is just like repping their weekend and the thing is this is my second year and second time second year in a row and only second time going to Coachella and pretty much the people I go with and the people that have been numerous times you know like six seven years they always say weekend one yes it has the glamour you know Kendall Jenner's walking around Odell's walking around just doing his thing celebrities all the paparazzi you know basketball players and they have you know lit artists but weekend two makes up for the loss of novelty with better guest performances right and they lacked that this year and that was really disappointing but it was still a great weekend nevertheless so that's interesting yeah you know that is really interesting and there's been a lot of great coachella performances overall you know even both weekends i feel like Kendrick was probably, would you say that's a good example? Kendrick was great. He was great. He was, uh, he was definitely better than I expected. Right. Because you were going to go see Marshmallow yeah. Fellow, right? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, let's, let's talk about this. This guy was about to see a marshmallow over Kendrick, <laughs> the Kendrick Lamar, a would, marshmallow. Would you have made that decision? Absolutely not. I even know who this marshmallow guys, guy is. Guys he's, he was the medium font on the Coachella. <laughs> yeah, he's the bottom of. ticket. He wasn't even medium. He was low-key the small font. <laughs> oh, my god. Y'all just got to understand that Kendrick Lamar, I've seen this dude four times, and... He's the, he's the king of hip hop. Probably, I mean, everybody can, most people can agree on that. But he never blew me away. Of the four times that I've seen this man, and like you know, when you see somebody four times, it's kind of just like. So Sunday he didn't blow you away. Is that what you're saying? He he. It was it was a great show. Honestly, it wasn't it wasn't like Jesus. It wasn't any kind. Have you stuff. seen him, the growth like from the first to the second to the third? Has he gotten? You think he's gotten better as the? Years I think his confidence on? and stage presence is better, but it's still just not phenomenal. Do you I think mean, that progress has to do with the music he's been putting out? Like to pimp the to pimp butterfly, you're really gonna you know wow Coachella crowd. Whereas yeah, you can't really damn, perform that. Yeah, know. I think that he's just gotten better in a sense that he knows he's like I'm Kendrick like. I'm the shit. Whereas I saw him at UCSB right after Good Kid Mad City came out and he was still, you know, up and coming. He didn't have the confidence of the best rapper alive. So, yeah. I mean, uh, nowadays when you're watching Kendrick, you can sense that and that's better when you're watching him live. But other yeah. than that, you know, it was I a agree. good show. Because I was, I mean, I was with you at UCSB and we saw him together and Chance opened up for him, I think, at that time. And Chance blew me. We hadn't heard, we hadn't really heard Chance. I think he had just dropped Acid Rap maybe. Yeah. We hadn't really heard him, and we he was doing like juice. He was this man was like soaked in sweat, and he had so much energy. Me and Blake were just like, it was crazy to us the energy that he like channeled. But Kendrick was, I think it's we've also discussed. It's feel like it's his his just the way he approaches his personality. He doesn't jump up. He doesn't hype you up emotionally. He's just very mellow. So when he performs, his music is very hyped. And you feel the energy through that, but at the same time, you don't get like a go crazy nuts type of vibe that you might get from someone else. Exactly. Take the song and like channel it and make you feel the song in that environment. It's kind of, yeah, it's just who Kendrick is. He's just a mellow guy. Yeah. I think I watched him not long after at uh, 
the Yeezus tour. He opened up for Kanye. And it's also right after Good Kid Mad City, you know. And I watched him at, um, what's the arena in Anaheim? Honda Center. Honda Center. Honda Center. Yeah, I was going to say Arrowhead. No, but <laughs> I watched him there. And I mean, I maybe with just like the sound system, it was it was pretty hype. I felt like I really enjoyed yeah. it as an opener. And the thing I felt I liked about Kendrick's performance was that it, the crowd was really engaged, you know. He's looking yeah. at the crowd. He's He's getting them hyped up. And you know he opens up with Mad City, and it's like, oh, yeah, all right, here yeah. we here we are, you know, like damn, okay. <laughs> but I, I did I didn't feel like man I was bored throughout or anything like that. I thought it was good. And uh, thing I wanted to ask you as far as his Coachella performance went, where what song were you like, man? This is this is a great. I'm glad I'm here and not watching fucking Marshmallow. Swimming, <laughs> it was swimming pools, man. Because really? that song. I was just peeking with my vibes and, you know. Other stuff. I was on I was on a level. And I I was able to, like, you know, just rap that verse from beginning to end. So I killed the verse. And like, <laughs> we had found our friend also during that. Everything just peaked when he did swimming pools. And, like, that's just always been one of the Kendrick songs that I know best. So I, I when think, he did that, I was just like, I'm so glad I'm here. I think Kendrick Lamar came to see Blake John at Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I could body swimming pools on main stage at Coachella. Uh, you no, know, Kendrick actually sometimes he he brings up people from the crowd and they start doing freestyles yeah, and stuff. I could have done swimming pools. I'm telling you, yeah. I could have bodied the verse, at least the first verse for Almost, sure. Almost, it could have been. Uh, he's going on a um, U.S. tour, I think, right now. Yeah, I saw yeah. right. Damn, yeah. the damn tour with uh, Travis Scott. Yeah, that's pretty. And Dram, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys like Dram? You guys ride with him? I mess with him. I missed him at Coachella, unfortunately, but I heard he's pretty dope. Okay, but are you going on the tour though? I mean, there's only one LA show, so no, there are two. two. Is there two? I only yeah. saw one. I saw uh, one late August, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm down to go, but August sixth and August eighth are at the same oh, Center. Word. Okay, for sure. But like, only select tickets are are on sale right now. The, the American Express know. people, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down to go. Y'all, we got to squad up. Let's go. I'm ready, bro. I'm ready when you guys are. I'm going if you guys go. I'm not about to go by myself, though. I'm about to go by myself. You don't (laughs) Maybe if it was like Marshmallow or something. (laughs) (laughs) I think think because it's an arena tour, the the show's going to be similar to his Coachella. I think he's about to do the damn thing. Hopefully, if he's in Staples Center, he's going to, like, you know, he's he's going to close it it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Hey, you guys, I want to do, like, a little prediction thing about um, the Coachella rap rapper lineup for next year like the mm-hmm. headliner who's gonna be the rapper Ooh, uh, every record. year you know they they kind of balance it out they get the you know they have the classic rock the pop you know they'll get an edm artist this year was pretty rap. rap heavy it was relative for coachella yeah if, if beyonce was there that night that she should have been yeah. that would have been an insane yeah Crazy. lady gaga so, did her thing though it was cool i was chilling so who's big enough because drake has done it kanye drake's it was, his was okay it was whatever I mean, kanye boy, yeah, kanye was legendary I think it's Jay-Z Big Sean's time. Big Sean? No. You don't think so? No. Big Sean, he's not headline worthy. I don't know, man. I Dude, don't see who else could do it. If Chance drops another... Chance oh. Chance at this mo- Chance could headline for sure. If Chance yeah. dropped one more like record that was... I don't even like Chance, on, Chance honestly. I'm with you. I don't fuck with him too much. I don't much like either. him too much, but I think he's getting to that le- popularity level that it's like I think it, crossing over. It would do to him what The weekend's performance at Coachella did, you know? You had the weekend, sure he's going up, you know, he's got the track on Fifty Shades, and he made he, he killed it at Coachella. 
He killed it at Coachella. It was I live streamed it. it. Was it was great? I thought it, I was like, man, I really wish I would have been there to see that. Right. And then it seemed like right after Coachella, everything started going in his favor. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like the same could happen with Chance. You know, where like he's he's known here in the U.S. And uh, once you get on that stage, once you kill it at Coachella, you, you know the world's your like playing field. So Judges. do you guys think he's he's a viable option? You guys think he's I think right? he's the most viable Could option. He? Same, I agree. I don't see who else besides unless you go back to Drake. What about J. Cole? I feel like he's not he just doesn't want he to. does he has that Cole following only. But I don't think he he's could. gonna drop I don't think he's gonna be relevant enough. Not that he's not relevant, but I don't think he's gonna have done like Kendrick Lamar, he was smart, he dropped damn a week before Coachella. Knowing that people that might have gone to see Marshmallow would go to see him because of that, <laughs> and that there'd be buzz, he there's so much buzz. Like the marketing was perfect, and I don't see unless Jayco plans on dropping another like legendary tape, I don't see how. And I feel like it's not like Blake said he's not into like that scene right now. He's kind of just doing his own thing. I feel like he's a hermit, low key. He's just trying to be a dad, right? Exactly, now. and I don't feel like he would get enough hype where they would want to get him. I feel like Chance is literally the most viable option. Yeah. I and agree. He's, a, he's a great performer too. When I've I've seen him three times, he's he's so much energy on stage. Yeah. You literally, even if you, I don't love his music like you guys. I don't love it, but you just feel everything when you're like, yeah. America and loves Chance. I could yeah. see yeah. his his uh, his music has some live instrumentation that yeah, I think would make for a good a good live rap performance because a lot of times rap is like there's no live instruments mm-hmm. and the beats and stuff, so the live performance doesn't have that um, dynamic kick. to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, but you know, Kendrick, I think he did a good thing. They switched it up a little bit. Coachella, that's what it needs to be. It needs to be a little bit of everything kind of thing. Yep. So yeah, Chance, he could be a possible option or maybe no rapper next year. That'd be possible. Option, That'd be crazy. Beyonce's for sure, right? She's going to be the, one of the headliners. I don't know. Is right? that is that, is that part of the deal of backing out? Yeah, that's 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 what I heard. Damn. That's, that's interesting. True or false? I don't know. It's a... Uh... It's gotta be something. I was trying to see Beyonce, man. How do you not know you're gonna be like, like what? Yeah, low key, uh, Jay Z could come. He could come back. Dude, if Jay Z came out, I would be extremely they didn't excited. Throwback, something like that. That'd be crazy. Outcast or like. It's been long enough where like Outcast can come back. Kanye oh, yeah. could come back. I I yeah. pay for Outcast. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Outcast is. I don't. I don't think they got very many good reviews for their their uh, their performance. I oh think really? The crowd really? wasn't that good. Yeah. Mm. But. They're just, just like they're iconic. Yeah. yeah, some people might not know all their music. Exactly, I think that you know, that people was probably know problem. three songs, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So unless you were really doing the the homework on them, they're yeah. they're more of a big name, and they have you know in two thousand three they did roses and mm-hmm. um, hey ya and all Speaking that. They were yeah. Still, yeah. that was they like the that was elementary them. school for us. So Word. I definitely remember those times. But, I yeah. mean, are they really gonna get back together? Big Boy's doing his own thing. He's doing his own album, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, Crazy. Andre 3000 did what I wish like Kanye would have done and kind of just come in and just kill a verse here and there yeah. and just like, you know. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I want I want to hear a tape from Andre because he just kills those verses and just makes you want more. That's the yeah. thing. That's the beauty behind more. it. That's what that's how he gets you. He's like, oh shoot, it's a new Andre 3000. And he dropped a few really incredible verses With Frank, last year. Yeah. Who else? There was a... Or the past few years, actually. Yeah, but yeah. Travis Scott, he's on Travis, Travis Scott's yeah. album. Okay, yeah, yeah, he is. And there was another artist. I'm, it's, I'm blanking. The name is forgetting. But but he was on like a momentum where it made you think, like, 
Oh, he's coming getting, back. He's, yeah. he's oh, gonna make comeback. He was on Blonde. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah word. Yeah, he had his own track. Yeah, you I guys see. won't believe this, but uh, he was at Coachella last year, and I ran into him. Oh, and I was what? literally about to take a picture with him, and then the wind started blowing, and he was Damn. just kind of over Stories. it. Stories. Stories. No. You got to ask my homie Brett. He ask was on the way to Marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to get forgiven Sure, bro. Sure. Shouts out EDM. These guys don't understand. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you guys. Have you guys seen Kanye's Coachella nah. performance? It's it's kind of legendary. Isn't it one of the greatest yeah. all time? You just got to go on YouTube, just watch clips. Dude, it's I've, I've read fantastic. that. Yeah, some people because say it's one that of the was best Kanye's ever. like peak, right? Like he was Dark Fantasy. Two thousand eleven. Right? Yeah, two thousand eleven. He yeah. just dropped Dark Fantasy. Watch the Throne is kind of in the works. You know, he's getting yeah. his old good music thing going. Brought the dancers out on stage. Yeah, it was really a performance. Yeah. Like Kendrick kind of just went out there and there were lights and stuff. Like a lot of artists do it that way, but. Mm-hmm. Kanye just makes it almost like a Las Vegas like show meets yeah. meets a hip hop show meets a I, yeah. pop show. It's I've like, heard that because I've seen Kanye once, but it was a long time ago. It was like five six years ago, and like people always like I think Blake went to Honda Center and saw him, and it was like just from watching like his videos, it was like crazy. It was like a whole like theatrical performance yeah. and setup. He puts a lot of he puts just as much thought into making music or into like setting up the show as he does making music which yeah like brings it to a new a new level for you so to this day Jesus is the best music show i've ever seen in my right? life hands a, down and a goddamn mountain really? dude. yeah and it was yeah, moving and shit and he was laying out the edge of it it's like damn this yeah. thing is about to die dude jesus came out yeah jesus <laughs> came out yeah any other jesus shows like the mountain and God no. damn, Jesus is at the show. Jesus was at the show. It was the best show. I ever. think my favorite part is when uh, he played uh, through the wire. I don't know how it was for damn. you, but when he played through the wire, like goosebumps, chills, it was fucking awesome. Like you hear the beat drop, and then uh, I think at that point he he had already taken off the mask. He yeah. was wearing the mask. Yeah, the mask for the first, the new stuff, and then the oh, old stuff he took. Yeah, oh, yeah, he yeah, took yeah, the mask off. Of and he had incredible lights. I forget what it was exactly, but they just started running through the crowd. It was fucking awesome. And I mean, just if if like not next year, but in a couple of years since he's been relatively quiet lately, you know, he hasn't been on Twitter, hasn't been up to his rants probably because he's Thank just been <laughs> he's taking a lot of flack for that and the whole yeah. Trump like business. Yeah. So, I mean, a way to just come out of the dark would be you know, on stage yeah. and do his thing one more time. He needs his dope. family time right now. He's getting his J. Cole on right now, you know. He's he, just be- like, he better with yeah. his Trump he needs, thing. He needs to bro. Yeah. He's honestly, I, is he still doing his fashion thing, though, I think? Yeah, he is. Yeah. 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 That's his new like, furniture and make hotels, too. Yeah, damn. He's looking more into fashion than, like, music at this point, I think. Yeah, he That's is. That's his baby. Sure. I think he's retired. He's, like, on some Kobe shit. He's like, I don't miss it. Yeah, I'm just done. Houseway. Houseway. <laughs> Tell me how. Yo, you want to know who met? Not, not necessarily a rapper, but uh, could be a potential headliner. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Yeah. Wait, but did he headline before? Or was he, he just no. a big name? No, he was a big name. Okay, I he think was like maybe second font. He third. could headline for sure. He probably could. Yeah. You know, his show wouldn't be too hype like like a rap show would be, but you know, in place of like a Lady Gaga or. I, I think that. he would take Beyonce's slot, for example. I think yeah. He could take the yeah. rap slot if he wanted. Like he could. They don't necessarily need a rapper. You know, he's about to do a bunch of festivals. He's doing, like, FYF. That's in L.A. Yeah. yeah. He's doing a I'm bunch of East that. Coast, like, just even Europe tours. Um, so once those YouTube clips come out, I'm going to try to watch yeah. this, get a sense of what he's, what he's doing. I feel like he'd have know? a dope show live. I feel like SZA would always... I don't know if she'd be big enough by the time the next Coachella comes around, but... 
I know this tape she's about to drop, it's about to be huge. And I feel like she already has such a good, she has a chance vibe to her where like everybody roots for her. Even yeah. people that don't know her music root for her. Because she has such a natural vibe to Just her. Just positive. Yeah, natural, right. like intellectual. She's really good at her art. She's like the female Kendrick to me. Right. But I feel like she can get up there to where she can either be at the very least a huge name for Coachella. If not like, I'd say we'll she's see a few years but. out. Few years out. Yeah, she's a few years out. I don't Sizz- even. I don't even know SZA. Hey, SZA, you hear this right now? Blake's doubting you. I haven't heard one song. Really? I she just dropped a song. song. She dropped a song today with Travis Scott. Oh, I saw um, that. I forgot what it was called, but it was crazy. Um, Love Galore. Yeah, it was crazy. She's it's super talented. Is yeah. it like upbeat or is it like mellow? It's, it's upbeat, but at the same time, she has like a really chill vibe with this, so she makes it like mesh perfectly. So okay, she's talented. So check her out. Right now, that's your homework, Blake. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really know her music, but I know I've, I've, I've listened to some of her features. She's featured on a lot of those TDE guys and yeah, those artists. So, I kind of know her stuff. Word, word. But yeah, so Coachella, last, last, uh, last second thoughts, Blake. Any of them? Last thoughts. Um, Overall, Steve Angelo is disappointing. Fuck DJ Khaled, double middle fingers. <laughs> um, Major Keeler. And Mac Miller was low-key the best show. Damn. Yeah, what about Future? Crazy. You like Future, right? Uh, fuck Future as well. I, yeah. I, I knew think, you'd be wet. That was I don't, with hate. I, don't, you, you I mean, I've always hate. just had something against Future. I've kind of always tried to go against the grain because everybody loves this guy. Right, but the why. live show, you the live from show an is, objective standpoint, you can say. The live show, is he actually didn't disappoint me because I already knew what he was going to be, you know? So your expectations oh. were already okay. low. Yeah, so my expectations, like, yeah, it was you there. Them. Yeah, so it was, it was actually, I, I went to the show. How was the crowd? Were they all, like, kind of pumped or no? It was were they singing just kind of mellow. They were singing along, yeah. Any but... guests? Did he bring anyone up? No, dude, it mm. doesn't make any sense. I was, that's he brought crazy. out Drake interesting. and brought out nobody for weekend two. Yeah, that's pretty, that's, you can't fill those shoes. And anyway. he was with DJ Esco instead of um, Metro Boomin. Boomin. I think if he was with Metro Boomin, it would have been, a way more oh yeah show. Uh, Esco yeah. is his DJ though that's his but right he came out hand. with Boomin is Boomin not his other right hand Boomin's just like he does his stuff for everybody though Esco yeah. is just future oh word yeah. like in house for future that's his boy. oh okay but like Coachella you gotta bring Boomin but yeah. that's his yeah. that's his DJ like his on road oh, DJ yeah. when he was on tour really? that's yeah. his DJ okay DJ Esco's Esco the coolest yeah. DJ in the world yeah he brought out Migos for Weekend 1, too, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Migos and Drake. Dude, and I, I'm actually surprised Migos didn't have a slot. Like, I thought they'd be at least second th- font. I think they blew day. up after Coachella was already, yeah, like, solidified. maybe, yeah. but, yeah. They dude. They blew up really quick. They're yeah, going to be there. Sure. They're probably going to be there next year. Next year, yeah, For yeah. sure. They they're, keep the momentum alive. They're, like, on a Ray Schremer kind of. Oh, tip. yeah. They're higher than them now. Yeah. You know yeah. who I thought they could have replaced uh, Beyonce with instead of Gaga? I, I would... I would have probably just tried to tap uh, Bruno. Bruno Mars, Mars would have been yeah. cool. We were talking about that in the car. Mm. Bruno, Bruno Mars' Mars's album, that was hard. Yeah. He could headline for sure. He'd Easily. be good. Yeah, he, he might be too big. I think he's he's going Super Bowl. Was level. that even? You know, no, like, that's yeah. the same thing. God, headlining Coachella is the same thing as Super Bowl. Beyonce yeah, did Super true. Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Beyonce can do it. Yeah. Bruno Mars has already done a Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. already, yeah. So. Crazy, it would have been fucking dope to catch that at Coachella. If huh? I had to put my money on it, I could see I would bet Bruno Mars, honestly. But don't you think it would have made most sense this year since he dropped uh, the album? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't depends. know, it's kind of weird because they said those Coachella lineups so far ahead that it's like you have to, like, like the same thing with the Migos, like you have to blow up like almost a year and a half ahead of time, yeah, for them right. to be like, all right, now you're gonna because they never know how an album's gonna do or they never know, like. 
how like your fans are going to treat something. So like, you, if you fall off and you're like headlining or you're like a big name, it's like bad for them because they they lose. Yeah, this year they just got Beyonce for the sake of Beyonce. She hadn't exactly. dropped anything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so, true. Yeah, it's not really reliable. I mean, I still catch fucking Bruno next year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to stop me. You're all disappointed. <laughs> He's like, he didn't drop an album this year. Nah, I'm not going. I'm not going to watch him. Yeah, no, fuck that. Not exactly. at all. Maybe Marshmallow will be playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Y'all just killing. Hey, me listen, guys. Here. I want to talk about some uh, recent. Um, some really cool upcoming hot shows, TV shows that you guys ooh, are into. Because me and Isaac, we talk about TV shows a lot. We, uh, I think Isaac shares the appreciation of the kind of the art form, you know, and also the mainstream stuff. Like, you know, Thirteen Reasons Why. I'd say it's pretty, it's a pretty yeah, mainstream show. It's hot now. Yeah, yeah. There are definitely some shows that are artistic and you know have great writing and dialogue is important, etc. So. What do you guys think? What's what are some good upcoming shows? You guys have been watching Thirteen Reasons Why, right? Yeah, I mean that's the only show I'm watching right now. Actually, this show blew all, up. All I gotta say is, you wanted to watch Marshmallow. <laughs> Welcome to your tape. Oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> Can't be putting that on me, man. Yeah, that's, that's too scary. Bro. Blast, bro. You know that's how small tape. some of these. I don't know. I felt like some of the the tapes so far. Some some of the. Things that were your day. I'm so dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. word. I mean, that show is kind of crazy. Like, just I mean, I know there's a lot of drama going around saying like it trivializes uh, suicide, which is crazy to me because like I think it kind of does, but at the same time, it is just like it is just a show. But at the same, yeah, you know, it's just an interesting debate because there's um she's almost making. I don't want to spoil spoil alert. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone that's hasn't watched it yet. But in the general sense, she's kind of just basically blaming certain people for her suicide, and that's pretty crazy to me to think about. Like, just like, like living with that. Like, yeah, there's a tape out there for me. Exactly. Fuck. A, a, exactly. A therapist will tell you the opposite. Like, don't take it personal. You don't want it to be about you. Like, she was gonna do it anyway. But she's out here like taking heads after her death. Like. Still it haunting sounds, It sounds people. fucked up. Yeah. She went the the ten all whole ten yards, you know. Yeah. yeah. Some people they just leave a note, you know. Yeah. What's the big she deal? said, "I got a tape." I but, hate to I hate to victim blame, but yeah, I'm gonna catch slack for this. But I think she was tripping. Woo! Yeah. I'm on episode oh, six. I'm only, I'm only on episode six, but <laughs> oh, she was tripping at first, you know. Yeah, like, she she's tripping a little. No, I agree. But you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm just looking at it straight as a TV show. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to attach any kind of real life because it. I don't know. To me, it isn't it's really TV. real it's, life. It's, it's just something you're going to knock out on a day. And it's dramatized. Yeah. But I think, I mean, each and every one of the tapes are th- real things that happen to people. It's just like... It's just a storytelling device, like doing the 13 tapes. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, does does it add some glam to suicide? Does it, like, trivialize like you guys said before? Yeah, it does. But, I mean, at the same time, it gets it out there. The subject matter is out there for other people to see, like, oh, this is what somebody might be going through. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So definitely, I mean, right. it's it's got good things, got bad things, you know. At least the conversation is being had, you know, like true. us here right now. Conversation is being had. True, true. So, yeah. what do you guys think about the show? You guys like the show, though? Yeah, man. It's, I, are you I guys mean, entertained? I started last night. I'm, I was up till like four a.m. I'm on episode <laughs> six. Oh, to me, the way that I, I would to. explain it is, so you've seen Big Little Lies, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like Big Little Lies meets like 
I know what you did last summer. You guys remember that movie? Yeah, I don't think it's I like it. it's like teenagers that are like really twenty something year old actors. They don't really <laughs> look like teenagers. And word, it's like kind of corny. There are a lot of cheesy moments, you know, of course, because mm-hmm. it's high school at the end of the day. That's yeah. that's what they're trying to portray. And um, you know, but it still has that kind of. It also has that first world kind of. Why do I really care about this that much? Oh, you know? yeah, it definitely has that vibe. It's like first world problems, but yeah. But yeah, it's the, overall, I'm entertained with it. It's a, it's almost like a guilty pleasure, if you think about it. I love the way it's organized. You know, it just starts at the climax, and then it explains everything in reverse. It's a format. Much. That's kind of how Big Little Lies is. You know, yeah. at the end of the... You already know what's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. something's going to happen to somebody, but mm-hmm. then they fill in the gap as the exactly. show goes. And Did you guys end, catch that? It all ties together. Did you guys see Big Little Lies? No, I, yeah. I've never even heard yeah. of it. Really? Yeah, what is that about? It's on HBO. It's with uh, Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon. It's pretty good. What's but the synop- Give me the synopsis. It's basically about <laughs> a bunch of uh, house housewives of of Monterey, California. Super rich and, you know, their kids go all go to the same school and drama ensues. That's about all as much as I want to tell you. Typical yeah. made up drama shit. You, you yeah. got to watch yeah. it, though. Extra so they, were, they were able to HBO the Housewives tip. It teeters between like uh, real. It's almost like a reality. Like teenage. teenage yeah. yeah, it's like middle, like a little bit of both. It's almost a soap opera, <laughs> but it doesn't go that far. But really? it's like it's a drama through and through. That's it's very good, interesting. Entertaining. I it's like Reese like, Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman. That's a good performance. But they look good. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> then you add a blade. teenage component, and that's that's thirteen reasons why. Almost. What other shows? You guys, did you guys watch Master of None? Because that's coming out. The second no, season's coming out. I haven't seen that one. You should definitely see it, dude. What's that about? I've never even heard of that until now. Master of None is it's a Netflix exclusive. It's um, Aziz Ansari show. You know Aziz Ansari? The yeah, 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 yeah. It's like basically he was on Parks and Rec. Yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's basically he does a show and it's about basically a guy late twenties, early thirties, just yeah. you know that age trying to figure it out, figure out his career. It's like a very it mirrors real life in a way. Yeah, yeah. it tackles relationships. Family, yeah, relationships, but friendships. The, the interesting thing about it is it's a race thing too because he's you know he's brown, he's Indian, and he's the star of the show. So they explore some uh, some racial issues as well. It's a great show. So that sounds like time, something I could relate to. This, yeah, you guys could really relate to it. Damn, because, check it out. You know, there's an episode with the parents, right? The dads, and you know, if you have a dad who's kind of foreign, you know, oh, it's a trust, different experience. Yeah, trust you know? me, yeah. so, you get your last beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not necessarily. Yeah, that's part of it too. But that's not what the show explores. Not really, really but yeah, I was just kidding. Um, I was just kidding. It's cool. <laughs> Um, any other shows you guys you guys into? Shoot. Any show? I've been watching Better Call Saul. You guys, did you guys watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, <clears throat> crazy. I don't know why I haven't got around bit. to to getting watching Better Call Saul, but I feel like there's some shows I'm just saving. Like I know I'm gonna binge watch it, so I don't want to like if I have time for just one or two episodes, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I'm gonna watch have like a free day and binge watch it. So. That's one of the shows I just got to sit down and watch and the whole thing because I feel like it's going to be super good. Yeah, it yeah. is. So. It's pretty good. The first two seasons, I'd say, are a slow burn because it's it's very, it's a it's a very linear timeline. It follows okay. pretty much Saul. Yeah. And if you're not into Saul as a character, then you're not going to be yeah. that invested in watching it. You know, mm-hmm. you is, might just be watching just to see like what cameos are going to yeah, be. There. Who's, yeah. Who's going like to make it that, from yeah. Breaking Bad? Yeah. Who's going to be there? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're there. I got my fix of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, that felt good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are there you know, any, would you say there are any cameos from uh, Breaking Bad? Yeah, Gus Spring is in season oh, three. Really? They're, starting to, they're starting to build his background story. They're exploring yeah, that part. That's so that's his story is going to tie into um, Saul's somehow, yeah. some way. And I loved his... Uh, it's gonna be great, bad. yeah. It's I think just like Breaking Bad, the first two seasons weren't they were, were kind of slow, slow yeah. yeah. And season three and four and five is when yeah, shit just gets crazy, you know. Yeah. So Better Call Saul could really have that that same trajectory, and I trust the writers, you know. Yeah. Same writers. Same writers. Same writers same crew, break, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Word. Word. So Interesting. That's a good one. That's going on right now. That's season three, yeah. Mondays. I'm just uh, I'm waiting for the next seasons of Narcos, Ballers. And oh, don't tell me ballers, man. Ballers is oh, tight, bro. No, you guys, this is a guilty pleasure. I can't like, watch it. You're just it. talking ballers about cameos. Is, uh, you're just trying to see, you know, you're trying to see celeb, you know, um, so athletes cheesy. and shit. So cheesy. If, if, it's if, cool. I, I can't take The Rock seriously in that show, man. It feels I like one-fourth of my entourage, like, missing piece, you know? Exactly. It's like, <laughs> you get your entourage, fix it in. Barely, yeah. Just like... You bar- get the like, sports say, version of entourage. Yeah, you get thirsty and you drink a little bit of water, you know? Like, that's what you get out of it. You know what they need to do? They need to get like NBA and like MLB players and just, you know, just get the whole sports world in. Not just football. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was one episode where like uh, Giancarlo Stanton came in and I thought that was like where they're going to pivot. Yeah, he played for the Marlins, I think. Yeah. yeah. This next mm-hmm. season's filmed in LA. Oh, word? Yeah, yeah so. that's when it's going to oh, get. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Even better. So I they're like moving, that. they're moving the office. <laughs> that's going to be crazy, man. That's they're gonna, gonna have decide. Yo, they're probably they're for sure gonna have like a Blake Griffin cameo. Or oh, for sure, yeah. Oh, uh, even Kobe just would all be these killing. stars that are just chilling. If Kobe, in there for the if Kobe went on that show, that just, that'd <laughs> be Kobe can't act though. Like, let's be real. Kobe can't act. He's, He's too dry. No, you don't need to act. Like all the all the athletes that go on that show are bad actors anyway. Kobe's yeah. good on talk shows. I mess with his talk show game because he likes talking. But he his doesn't. Good Morning America game, <laughs> <laughs> that GMA. Yeah, I love Kobe, but. Kobe not playing basketball, honestly, is whack. He doesn't miss it, dude, so I don't miss it either. Okay, am I the only one that thinks Kobe's trying to convince us he doesn't miss it? Have you seen him talk yeah, about this, this storybook, what he's trying to do for crazy? Like, you <laughs> Bro, he's shut rehearsed up, as hell. He's so rehearsed. I'm the number one Kobe fan. I'll get Kobe tattooed on my neck, you know, but like. <laughs> I'm glad he said neck. <laughs> we heard that pause. We heard that pause. Yeah, I had to make it G-rated, but no, this fool, no matter what show he's going on, he's like, I'm trying to influence the next generation of athletes. That yeah. was funny as hell. Dude, you just be saying speech. that every time, though. It's <laughs> yeah. like, dude, I get you. I get like you're, you're trying to move on, now, but like, bro. yeah, you just you just sound fake do as you, hell. Do you guys have? You guys ever channel your inner dark muse cage, or you guys do that? Man, I don't even. I stopped following Kobe to be honest with you. <laughs> Listen, man. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see kids. Deer Basketball though. That new movie he's dropping, right? Yeah, Is that the one with the know, animated one or something. With the no, no, kids? that's another show. But he's, he's making doing a lot of shows, you know. He's trying to. Um, I heard he's inspiring the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how this nigga trying true? to be the next Blues Clues. Like, what is that? <laughs> Come on, great. Kobe, what you doing to us, he's bro? He's been spending a lot of time with his daughters, <laughs> man. Man, you need to cut that he's shit out. Fatherly, Dude, let him be. Don't be doing no cartoons, Kobe. You ain't. Clues, don't do bro. us like that. Come on, man. You got to think about it, man. All these, you know, celebrities that we really love, they're having kids and settling down and not providing content anymore. Nah, not COVID. Crazy. We're growing up with these celebrities. That's yeah, yeah that's the are. thing. We're just having a hard time. We're growing up, yeah. Yeah, so let's get it, you know? I got to ask my pops how he how he handled Magic retiring. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Everyone goes through it in some way or another. 
But I think what's different now is that we see a lot of people that are like once they finish whatever thing they're doing, they go into a completely different genre. Like you see Magic, he's still attached to basketball. Like he hasn't given that up. If anything, he's trying to he's just got back into it. So all these old people, old heads are like still they're just one trick ponies. They're still in their same thing. So you're familiar with them. You see Charles Barkley still doing basketball. Like everyone's still in their field. But nowadays you see, you even see people that are in sports right now, like LeBron and them, and they're all like have separate businesses and you can see them branching out and doing different things when they retire. So it's like, it's crazy that they can just detach themselves and do something completely different. It's just so yeah. it's we're in a we're living in a day and age where you can make money in a lot of different exactly. ways. Yeah. You know, back exactly. in you know the sixties, seventies, you know the NBA yeah. players were making like five hundred k or something at best. And yeah, still better like than that. WNBA money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fuck. Wow, poor I s- girls. I serve in a restaurant. I might be making more money, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. But They're disrespecting yeah. them. But shout out, they grinding though. They grinding though. Shout out. Watch me work. They are. Yeah. All right, guys. Any other movies? You know, you guys are you guys fans of uh, Robert De Niro? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Like Robert De Niro. Meet the Fockers. He's, yeah, he's doing an HBO show um, really? called Wizard of Lies. It's about Bernie Madoff. You guys know Bernie Madoff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? You guys Crazy heard about the show? I didn't Yo, hear about the show though. So, Bernie Madoff. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know yeah, about this too much. Wet. Like I knew who he was, but I didn't know about his Ponzi scheme and all that. Really? So it's very yeah. and yo, know, low key, like De Niro kinda looks like him, like his hair and like Oh, he's playing him. Yeah, he's playing him. Oh, it's an HBO movie. Damn. It's like coming out in May, I think. May twentieth cool. or something. I love his acting. I Streaming's love it. killing it, bro. Yeah, they always got that destroy the theater. That's oh, what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Even these Netflix original shows that are all like everybody's into, they do a good job of like creating trendy shows that everybody gets into really easily so i think like yeah they're about to start taking over i think that's the that's the move right now it's all about to go online yeah because netflix they have they have so much money and they're just kind of just throwing it at every show and picking up so many shows and whichever one's hit dude they're moving into movies yeah you got brad pitt dropping a movie on netflix that's crazy right yeah i was excited i I talked to isaac and my friend my other friend dan shout out dan uh, probably about a year ago, and we talked about The Irishman, this uh, Scorsese, Martin Scorsese movie that I was yeah. super excited for because it's supposed to star De Niro, uh, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, just like Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. Star-studded cast. Yeah. Uh, Harvey Keitel, maybe even, is what I saw on IMDb. So Netflix outbid, you know, some Hollywood studios for that movie, Damn, you know, and now Scorsese, they're about to drop that. I think it's going to be 2018. It's been delayed so much, but I've been excited for it for like maybe a couple of years or so. Yeah, am I the only one that's tripping out on like the years that are coming out of our mouth, like 2018? Like, yeah, what the bro, that is crazy. crazy. It's about to be 2020. Like we're about to just be saying 2020 casually. Yeah. Like you know I'm not ready man. for that. I was just watching this. Um, I don't even know what show it was. I was just watching it last week. And it was like a show about the future, and the show was like based in like twenty twenty one, and I'm like, damn, that's three <laughs> years away. Yeah. Like that's not even the, that's we're living it now. It's that's crazy. crazy. We man. are, yeah, and you know, Tesla is just r- riding our way into the future, you know, and SpaceX <laughs> and these yeah, companies, absolutely. right? We're just living. We're gonna in be on the moon reality. soon, right? In a couple of years, you guys going? <laughs> Dude, I'm taking I'm a cool trip. right here, bro. Yeah, I'm taking <laughs> a trip. I don't even take trips to the beach. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to go anywhere. <laughs> he, he really don't go to the beach. Yeah, <laughs> just just don't get marshmallow on the moon. He'll oh, be there. Yeah. Nah, we're gonna have beaches in <laughs> the Mars, new tour. <laughs> the new tour hitting the moon. A, Blake's like, I'm there. I'm gonna trademark the word marshmallow. See so y'all can't use it no more. <laughs> 
dude, I'll, were you I'll giving pay him the money? You were giving him crap for that too. I this is the first time I'm hearing about he was about to go to he yeah. he know he better not dare yeah. tell me he was gonna go to Marshall. He told me I was very disgusted. Man, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't even have taken the trip here if he had, if I heard about this sooner. Oh, <laughs> you would have drove in a different car. Oh like, yeah, you guys for carpool? sure. Yeah, we did. Do that? Unfortunately, man. Gotta be green for the environment. I feel yeah. that. You know? That's true. Man. Also, I ain't got no car, so <laughs> gotta be the arena. Dude, ain't got no money. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's, that's for a different day. That's a day. You, you guys don't want to start yeah. that podcast. We're you doing our a, yeah socioeconomic uh, <laughs> coming out next oh, year, twenty eighteen. Oh god. Yo, we should have a podcast about the bad luck of OC Mac. Real talk, yeah. y'all. Real talk. Y'all don't want to hear can, this. You can, can make we dramatize episodes. a little bit of it? And oh, we can. You don't have to. You have to actually under. <laughs> dramatize it yeah. like that's how bad on the real we might have to undramatize yeah. it like people well, might think it's too unbelievable yeah i would love to hear it actually i've been wanting to get oc mac on the show for a couple weeks now because you know we this is what we do we we kick it we talk about sports i remember Word. a couple a couple months ago when we met up we talked the nfl was getting really hot and we were just oh, having yeah. heated nfl discussion and about we we were talking about kendrick and drake the other time yeah. like we're literally doing this podcast without the mic half the yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah, that, was one, that was one of the motivations. Like, we're already doing this. Let's yeah. just mic it up. Let's just yeah. put a mic in front. And get the preparation, too. The, yeah. yeah. In the back, behind so, the scenes, you know? Word. Um, get ready yeah. for the life and times of O.C. Mac. Yeah. yeah. And thank you, Isaac, for rolling through, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's a real one. That's my boy. Real he was, uh, you know, he hit me up about the first and second podcast. And, you know, we had, like, hour-long conversation about it. So, yeah, that was really dope. We just, uh, this is what we do, you know? Yeah. And we really enjoy it. So, Swat. hell yeah. On the TV, there's just one show I got to get everybody on. Very criminally underrated. It's mm. called The Leftovers on HBO. Oh, wow. Okay. With uh, Justin Thoreau? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in there. Yeah. I'm writing it down. The Leftovers. The Leftovers. That's HBO, yeah. Mm. Basically, premise, a bunch of people just disappear off the face of the earth. Like, 2% of the world's population just flat out disappears. Oh, and shit. The show just deals like uh, a family just dealing with that disappearance, you know? So it's just like cool to see like how these people like deal with uh, coming it, coming to terms with like their world falling, falling like apart right Literally, around them. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, and on a, on a smaller level, it's just like, it comes down to like, even in our own lives, like when we think we know something, and that's like the basis, the foundation of our beliefs, and that breaks down whether it be like in our personal lives, professional lives, what have you. Like that just flips flips you around, you know. Like yeah. you just have to deal with that in a different way. You got to see the world differently and just move on and see how you move on. So the show itself is very very cathartic, and it's got some of the best acting I've ever seen, honestly, cathartic. on a show. That's wild. Some of the most emotional scenes out there on a show. A little depressing, but at, at at the end of the season, it's always a a little more uplifting. We can kind of relate in this time of Donald Trump. You yeah. Know, so. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Everyone's trying to relate to each other, oh, you yeah. know, these days. So that's good. They gotta have that Uzi for the opening track. All my friends are dead. <laughs> Push me to the edge. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, is that about it? We we good? You guys want to go? We getting drinks or what? <laughs> what trying to do? Getting drinks? What you guys right. are? Trying to turn up? Coachella weekend three? Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
Molly Adderall cocaine? No, I'm just kidding, kids. You don't do none of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> we don't not. do none of that. <laughs> We're going to try to get marshmallow. Marshmallow. Yeah. It's time for Blake. That's the new drug, that marshmallow. You just try to put him on marshmallow, bro. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, man. It's been, uh, it's been great having you guys on. Happy to be We should do this again, for, for sure. sure. We're yeah, going to map it out. I want to have a show with just OC Mac and just Isaac. You guys definitely deserve your own slots too. Oh, yeah. But this was a this was a great spontaneous spontaneous um, occurrence. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Y'all yeah. passed the initiation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Thank you. All right, cool. <laughs> we went one on one on one on one. You've been listening to the one on one podcast with Puy Ansari, Blake John. Thanks a lot, Blake. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Oh, see, oh, see, oh, see. Jenny K. Jenny K on the beat. Shawty gonna notice me. She trying to score with me.